0: Welcome everyone to the Purposely Thriving Podcast, where we are growing, evolving, and becoming into our highest self in every area of our lives so that we are able to live authentically and whole as we step into a new chapter. I am your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining and tuning in with me this week. Today is actually going to be another Your Questions, Answer segment. And this is where I pull questions from you all in regards to any topics that you would like me to discuss on the podcast. And this topic this week is around dating and whether or not should this person ditch the whole idea of dating altogether. So just to give a little context around her situation, she stated that she's 56 years old and she daydreams about possibly one day getting all prettied up and enjoying the company of a fine gentleman. And her question was, when will I be ready for this? Or should I just forget the idea altogether and enjoy my grandchildren? And the other challenge that she's having around this is that she believes that her five children, which are all adults by the way, could not handle the thought of her on a date with someone else who is not their father. And so I wanted to unpack this and answer her question because when it comes to dating, especially after divorce, the conversations should be different. They should. They really should be different. And if I can be honest, I think my advice around the topic of dating could be quite unpopular than what you may hear. And I say this because of a few reasons. One of the reasons is the extreme pressure to just get yourself back out there. You know, you, you hear that a lot. Well just get get yourself back out there. You should go on and try try again. and I understand where that comes from and I can understand that it can be motivational or the that's the intent behind it. However, when that pressure is applied, being purposeful about it may not necessarily follow. Okay. Because there actually may be a season after divorce where dating may need to be off limits. Okay. Because when you're dissolving a marriage, it's a lot more than just physically leaving the marriage. Okay. It's a lot more than just your ex. Okay. It's, it's your mental and emotional state after divorce that matters. If you have children, It's important to take account to them adjusting to their new normal of their parents not being together. All right. It's also about your relational dynamic with your ex post-divorce. Some people have a high level of hostility and conflict even when they're no longer together. And that can be for various reasons, right? However, the bottom line in me saying that there may be a season where dating may need to be off limits is because when you're still in a space of working through some intense emotions. When you're in a season of getting your kids adjusted, just the overall transition of a new normal, it has the tendency to impact your dating experience. And another reason is how you internalize being single, okay? And I talk about this all the time. And this is important because how you internalize being single impacts how you date. Because in the energy in which you date, influences your dating experience so if you date in this energy of believing that something is wrong with me because I'm single like if you're in that energy then desperation to be chosen follows the fear of believing that this is all I can have even though it doesn't align follows carelessness of our dating decisions follows Not to mention the unhealthy need to be validated, saved, or even protected follows. However, if you date in this energy of understanding that love starts with you and not the other way around, and as a single person, you are enough and you're not seeking anyone to quote unquote complete you, then your desire to date becomes a more of a conscious choice. You approach dating differently due to your level of self-confidence and self-esteem. You find yourself leading in dating with your value system. And you also entertain quality people who recognize your worth and respect you. And those two reasons stuck out to me because of the things that I hear quite often. And when it comes to dating, understanding your motivation behind it is extremely important. And so what I wanted to do is that I wanted to break down what she said and bring some clarity to her questions. And I'm going to address this into three different points. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I wanna address this in three different points. And so, as I mentioned, she's 56 years old, right? And she thinks about the possibility of meeting someone and going on a quality date. And she wants to know, when will I be ready? Or should I forget the idea of it all and just enjoy my grandchildren? So let's address the question, when will I be ready? Because I think it's a good question, but I also believe that it can be complex. okay? Because when it comes to being ready, there really isn't a measurement of time that can tell you that, right? You know, I know we often hear to give things time, you know, believing that time alone is the determinant factor of readiness. So when I say there isn't a measurement of time, what I'm indicating is that I can't tell you it will take a specific amount of days or months or weeks or years, okay? Now, in saying that, I do believe you need time, okay? However, it's more important on what you're doing with that time in terms of you moving forward from this experience, okay? And what I mean by that is there's a level of intentional implementation on your end in regards to moving forward, okay? And when it comes to intentional implementation, I use four pillars for my clients in my 12-week program. But for this particular question on when will I be ready, I want to focus on the first pillar that I think is important to to bring clarity to what she's asking in regards to her being ready. And that pillar is the pillar of reflection, right? That's the thing I want to talk about. I like to define divorce as a life altering experience. I do. That's how I like to define a divorce, because when divorce happens, your life does change. OK, regardless if it was the safe and best decision, it still changes. And in knowing that it changes, we must give ourselves that permission to recognize that change. And when something significantly changes, such as your family structure and lifestyle, we need to take a non-judgmental look objectively and assess where we are in different areas of our lives after this experience, okay? And even though there are many areas we can look into, I wanna just focus on the area that she's referring to and that's the area of relationships. And under this umbrella of relationships, she's referring to dating. And what reflection does is that it allows you to see where you are in terms of how you see yourself after this marriage, okay? Because there's a high chance that the experience of divorce has left a level of residue where you may feel like a failure, where you may feel rejected, where you may feel abandoned. You may be in a state where you are questioning everything about yourself because you're internalizing this experience as being inadequate. You also could find yourself creating an unhealthy narrative about men or women as well as your philosophy on relationships. And the reason why this is important to see is because it helps you understand if dating is something you're ready to entertain right now, because you could be too vulnerable to date, right? That's a, that's a real thing. You could be too insecure to date. You could feel too defeated to date. You could also be too angry to date, or you could be too pessimistic right now to date. And when you're entering the dating world with that level of energy and emotional heaviness, it's likely that you might not be in the best position to establish a healthy and fulfilling connection with someone new. So when the question is asked, when will I be ready? Because I believe that when this question is asked, you're seeking a specific time frame. So here's the thing let's not focus on receiving an answer that gives you a numerical response. I challenge you to go a little deeper. And what I'm going to do is pose some questions to help you think deeper. Okay. One of the questions that I challenge you to reflect on is asking yourself the question Am I mentally ready? Okay. And this is where you have to take account of what you're believing to be true about you in regards to dating, because anything that you are holding as truth about you will impact your dating experience. And so in regards to being mentally ready, I want you to ask yourself, have I cultivated a healthier mindset that acknowledges that divorce is only a chapter of my life and not my entire story? Am I able to make a distinction of understanding that my experience of divorce doesn't define my entire identity? Am I capable of approaching new relationships with a sense of curiosity and openness rather than carrying the weight of past disappointments? Do I believe in my ability to create new and positive experiences despite the challenges I've faced relationally, okay? Now that's one question that I want you to reflect on and that is, am I mentally ready? The other question I want you to reflect on is, am I emotionally ready, okay? And this is where you have to discern and decide the current conditions of your heart, okay? And in regards to being emotionally ready, I want you to ask yourself, Have I allowed myself the space to intentionally process my feelings about my divorce? Another question is, can I navigate through the complexities of dating without being overwhelmed by unresolved feelings of hurt, resentment, or fear? Am I prepared to communicate my needs, my boundaries and feelings in a healthy and constructive manner? Am I prepared to be vulnerable and authentic and building connections, even if it means risking getting hurt again? And that can be a hard one because I don't want people to imply that that's what you're going out with the intention on getting hurt again, right? It's about understanding that we can't necessarily control the outcome and we have to trust ourselves enough to know difference between the two. Okay. The other question that I challenge you to ask yourself in regards to reflection is, am I practically ready? And this is where you want to observe your current life circumstances to ensure that you can navigate dating in a balanced and fulfilling way. And a few questions you can ask yourself in regards to being practically ready is, do I have a clear understanding of my priorities and values? And how they align with the idea of dating again? Have I restructured my life in a way that supports my well-being and personal growth? Am I willing to make the time and invest the energy in getting to know someone new? Okay. The next question that I want you to ask yourself in regards to reflection is, are you open to new possibilities? And this is where you want to examine your willingness to embrace the unknown and expand your horizons beyond your past experiences. And so a few questions that you can ask yourself in regards to being open to new possibilities is, have I let go of expectations and preconceived notions about how relationships should unfold? Can I approach dating with a positive outlook? seeing each experience as a chance to learn and grow? Am I willing to give people a chance based on who they are now rather than constantly comparing them to my past spouse, okay? And so those are the four questions that I want you to ask yourself in in regards to reflection. Am I mentally ready? Am I emotionally ready? Am I practically ready? And am I open to new possibilities, Because here's the thing when it comes to being ready, because I'm sure we all heard that there's no perfect time, right? I'm sure we heard if you wait till you're ready, you'll never get anything done. And that can be a fine line, right? Because there are times where this can hold truth and this can also be where it doesn't work. And when it comes to dating after divorce, I think it's very important to lead in this area with some form of preparation. And in saying that, this isn't about being perfect. Neither is this about being 100% whole. I talk about that all the time because we know there's no such thing. However, it's about understanding that this experience of divorce impacted you and you owe it to yourself to make sure That your self-perception isn't so distorted that it influences your decisions in a way that could ultimately hinder your chances of forming healthy and fulfilling connections in the future. Okay, so that's my very first breakdown in regards to when will I be ready? All right. The second thing I wanted to address in regards to what she said was she mentioned in her statement that. Should I forget the idea of it all and just enjoy my grandchildren? Okay. Um, Earlier, I stated that there may be a season where dating may need to be off limits after divorce, right? I said that. However, in saying this, this doesn't mean to take dating off the table altogether, Okay. That's, that's not what it means. This doesn't indicate to avoid this area of your life. You know, being off limits for a season is about what I just mentioned in point number one, right? Where I talked about reflection and, you know, having a level of readiness because here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to take an experience of your life, such as divorce and use that as the standard of what you can have, okay? Because if you do, you'll always sell yourself short. You'll always find yourself entertaining the idea in your head on what you can have. But because you've been through divorce and you're 56, you'll attempt to convince yourself that the idea of having that elevated experience isn't possible for someone like you. So what ends up happening is that you talk yourself out of it. And then we say things such as, well, I'm just going to focus on my grandchildren. Right. And, and here's the thing. Are you not able to do both? <laughs> right. Are you not able to have that amazing experience of dating and enjoying your grandchildren simultaneously? Okay, and I think we all can laugh and smile about this because enjoying your grandchildren has nothing to do with you dating. You know, you dating has nothing to do with you not enjoying your grandchildren. Neither does enjoying your grandchildren has nothing to do with you not dating. Those two things do not coexist. And so let's go to the deeper question, right? And the deeper question is, what do you fear? because that's what it is. The question is, what do you fear? You know, earlier I mentioned that the conversations around dating after divorce should be different. They should be. And the reason is because your initial plan of being with someone for the rest of your life has changed. And the thought of entering the dating world can bring fears within you in regards to dating. And so if this is your first time entering the dating world since your divorce, The anxiety of it all can be overwhelming. You may find yourself feeling more insecure and scared rather than excited. You may find yourself in a rooted fear of wondering, am I attracted enough? Who am I to put myself out here at this age? What person will want me now that I have children? Will someone take advantage of me? Will I get hurt again? Do I trust my judgment to make good dating decisions? Will I be perceived as having lesser value due to my past experiences? Am I able to receive someone who desires to be in my life? And when it comes to the fear of dating, I think it's safe to say that it's normal and it's okay. You know, it takes a lot of courage to do this. And that's just my humble opinion after divorce. I think it takes a lot of courage to put yourself back out there. And in saying that, I challenge you to see it from this lens of courage, because dating is not linear. Dating is risky. It's being vulnerable to someone different than who you were once with. It's unpredictable. It's a process. And it's an experience where you can't necessarily control the outcome. And in knowing all that, that can cultivate a fear. However, there's this other side of dating where we can enjoy the journey of meeting people, where we can learn more about ourselves, where you can embrace the process, where you can let go of the intense pressure of believing everyone you meet is the one, where you also can give yourself grace. And here's the question. The question is, instead of saying, should I just enjoy my grandchildren? The question is, what do you fear? Because that fear is impacting your perspective on dating. And cultivating the right mindset is a critical component to be open to this area of your life. You know, you want to cultivate a mindset that builds your confidence as well as your self-esteem. And so around that fear that you may have, Let's start learning how to reframe. Let's affirm a different mindset around dating. Let's affirm things such as believing that you are a worthwhile individual. Let's affirm things such as you trust that the future holds quality relationships for you. I want you to affirm that you did great and amazing things in your previous relationship. I also want you to affirm that there are great people out here. I want you to learn to affirm that your renewed confidence has helped you approach things differently moving forward. Okay, And so that's the second thing that I wanted to address. The second thing was, should I forget the idea of it all and just enjoy my grandchildren? Okay. The third thing I wanted to address is the challenge that she has around this. And that challenge is that she has five children, which are all adults, but she feels as if they could not handle the thought of her being on a date with someone else who is not their father. Now, this is interesting because her children are adults and what gets misunderstood in being an adult and having to navigate the transition of your parents no longer being together is that they're grown. And what happens is being grown gets interpreted as they'll be fine and that it has no effect on them and they're equipped enough to handle it because they're adults and so they'll be okay and this is one less thing to to have to worry about. Now, by law, they are grown, okay? Legally, they are grown, but emotionally, they're still your children, okay? And so what this means is that all they know is you all being together. So they may not be looking at this from an adult lens where our age determines how well we are able to manage this, right? Because they don't know any other dynamic outside of you all. And so this could involve them feeling like they're in the middle. They may have to decide who to see for what special occasion, the planning of different events changes because the parents are no longer together. And they also may question everything about their childhood, wondering was any of it true? Now, does this mean should a person not get a divorce? No, it, it, it doesn't. It, it just means to recognize that this has an impact on them as well. So your empathy and understanding is just as important for them, even if they're adults. And what this indicates is that this doesn't dismiss their feelings about their parents divorcing. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's automatically better for them just because they're adults. And so the question is, well, what does this have to do with dating? Because they've only seen you with one person. So them seeing you with someone else is an adjustment. However, that doesn't mean not to date. Okay. Now, in them being adults, there are some differences between minor children and adults in regards to dating. Because if this situation was that your children were minors, that's a different conversation. However, in terms of them being adults, it's important to know that your level of autonomy over your life has significantly changed. And although you can empathize with them and understand where they may be coming from, the decision is still ultimately up to you. And with that being said, it's important to cultivate a new mentality that it's okay to make room for dating in your life. It's important to not always believe that the expense of sparing someone else's feelings always means to disregard your desires. And it's hard to do this when it's your children, even when they're adults because you may feel a level of guilt, and not to mention as a mom, you're accustomed to the notion that your children always takes precedence. However, when they're adults, your approach to your roles in their lives should change. So how you were with them at five wouldn't be the same role you play as their mom when they're 35. Now your love doesn't change, but your approach does, okay? And so understand and expect it to be uncomfortable, but I also say embrace the discomfort. Embrace the discomfort because it's new for everybody. It's new for you and it's also going to be new for your children, even if they are adults, okay? And so these were the three things that I wanted to address in regards to her question. I thought it was a really good question Dating can be complex. I don't always believe it's black and white. And when you are transitioning from a divorce and you are having to rebuild a new life and redesign a new life going forward, this is an area of your life that I don't think gets the kind of conversations it it needs. Just putting yourself out there, I just don't believe that's enough. I think you need to really understand if you're ready. And although you may not be 100% ready, What you don't want to do is not create a level of preparation. You you don't because you're a different person now. Things have changed and it's okay that they have. But the most important thing is really being clear on how it has changed you. Okay, so please make sure you are following me on my social media handles. My Instagram is I am Tanya Carter. My Facebook, YouTube is Tanya Carter as well. I will put the link down in the show notes. And also please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop and also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has been very influential to your transition out of a marriage or even a non-marital relationship, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and or Spotify to leave me a review. And last but definitely not least, share this information. If you know that this is an episode that could be beneficial to someone that you know, then share the link so that it can be a blessing to them. All right. So thank you all again for tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I will see you next time.